welcome back to another episode of In the Vault. And the injury bug has officially hit your league, my league, everybody's league. Everyone got hurt in the NFL this week. Everyone got hurt, and especially if they're on my team. As no, Nobody ever wants to hear about anyone else's fantasy team, but I lost Anthony Richardson and Justin Jefferson in the same week. So you're going to have to listen to it. That's tough. And the uh, unless you're in a four-team league, not a lot of quarterbacks out there that you're super psyched about just plugging in. No, definitely not. Um, but we've got, got some football weather out there. Like, I feel like we're really actually getting it. You know, once, once the injuries hit, it's football season. Yeah. And if there is someone you want to plug in, we'll start with a Thursday night game. I am now officially on the Sam Howell bandwagon. Yeah. I am. It's, it's, it's good to have you. I am buying up cards. Uh, all day moments. I, I, so two things went against it. One, I always have the faulty logic where I'm like, well, he should have really just torn it up at North Carolina. Like he is, he was good, but he's not like what Drake may is now. Mm-hmm. That logic has been proven. And like, if we look at Herbert at Oregon, Allen at Wyoming, it happens a lot Two, For some reason I thought he was like 25 years old, but he's not, he's young. So you're like in, in, on I'm Sam in, Howell. he, you don't think there's a chance that he's just like a bougie Taylor Heineke? He could be, but like he was he was making throws that you don't see from people of that caliber. All right. Like I knew he was tough. I knew he was athletic. Um, so you think if Ben DiNucci were getting these snaps, he would not be putting up the no. same results as, as our boy Sam Howell? No. And Sam Howell like does it with – he had to throw like 50-plus times in a row in that game. Like there was no mystery. It, they were The defense was teeing off on him. He was getting rocked. He was still putting it on guys. He had the game-winning drive against, what, Philly that he looked really good. He Or game, game-tying drive against Philly. That Should looked, have been. The, yeah. He, uh, I don't, I'm in on Sam Howell. That being said, they, they did lose to the Bears. Their defense is – I saw there is a stat – they are on pace to give up the second most points in NFL history. They're going to be in the record books. And I, no were, one, no one else is going to be setting a record this year. They were supposed to be a good defense, but they're not. Um, Justin Fields looked well. DJ Moore looked good for I was another game. Say, I feel like we discussed this at the time. There's there's a couple games every year where DJ Moore is just unplayable. It just happens that now when those games happen. Justin Fields is the beneficiary of it. Yeah, it, I think like non, non more wide receivers had like thirty yards. Yeah, yeah. My opinion is not changed. It's going to take a lot for my opinion to oh, change, Fields? even slightly. Oh, yeah, yeah, he'd have Fields. to do this an entire season. Um, I'm going to go on with and say it doesn't happen because I mean, even if they can sneak in a few wins, which they could, they're still going to have that number one pick from the Panthers. You yeah. can't pass. On Caleb Williams. Um, but getting to... We, then we went to London. The Jags. F this game. I hated this game. They're making a case for... Uh, I Just moving to London. Yes, definitely. Here's the thing. I don't necessarily think there's anything that can be taken away from this. The Bills planned for London so terribly. They just they completely... They went Friday. That is an insane decision. They sleep, sleptwalk through the entire game. I think that it's a complete throwaway, from certainly from the Bills side, if not from the Jags side. Like the Jags weren't overly impressive in playing a team that was only half interested. Like you, if you and your wife were going to London and you're like, we want day X to be our sightseeing day, it would be less day. It would be more days ramp up than what they did to play a football game. It's a long way to London. 
that yeah they very dumb. they looked very uninterested first half um it, and they were probably the better team in the second half still yeah I, I don't know what the deal is with the Jags. I'm unimpressed. I thought that this team was going to be better than they are. They have. So this week they play the Colts, and the winner of that game is going to have a pretty good grasp on the AFC South currently. Um, it's already their second time playing, and we're in week six. What's the line in that game? Uh, I believe it was Jags minus – I have it in my picks. So Jags minus four? I'm not sure I'm touching that. With Minshew? Um, Even with a backup quarterback, I don't think I'm touching that. But no, go to uh, Houston, Atlanta. It is, it is very funny how how wrong we were about C.J. Stroud's interceptions. Yes, <laughs> I mean I'm not sure that I've ever missed a bet so terribly. I mean to say he's going to lead the league in interceptions, and he is breaking records left. He's now starting to break non-rookie records in interceptions. But also, surely he's being a little too careful with the ball. If he's but he's putting up numbers. I mean, I think. And obviously, this comes at a from a Michigan fan slant. I do think there is a chance that if the f- if the switch flips, he throws that first one. They it, could come in in spades. The leader right now is Jimmy G at seven. Which he could have a six shocking. interception game. He hasn't even played a full set yeah. of games. He's only thrown one hundred twenty five passes. Um, this is probably the best game Desmond Ritter's ever had. Uh, yeah, the was, ESPN thing says that he answers critics. Okay, yeah. let's let's hold off on saying that about a uh, 21-19 game in the middle of October against the Texans. But, you know, fair play to him. He had a pretty good game. He played pretty well. Bijan, uh, we talked about this stat earlier. Yeah, give that Bijan stat. It's he has more yards after contact per carry than Tyler Alligator just has yards per carry. Which is so funny. It's, it's like 3-3 three, three to 3-1, three, I think. Bijan is an absolute freak. Every week he does something just... Crazy. He's our. He's this generation's Barry Sanders. Yeah, without the longevity, obviously, but just as fun well, we to don't watch. Know yet. He has some very fun one-yard runs. Um, <laughs> Carolina, Detroit. This was a pumping. Uh, Carolina's bad. Carolina's bad. Am I getting close to needing to eat my words? No, Detroit's good. Yeah, I think you have to. Detroit's good. I, I think I'm going to sit on this one. I'm not. I'm not going to admit it until I have to. They're a clear top. There's three teams in the NFC, and then everybody else, and they're that third team. We'll see. They are going. I mean, at this point, they're going to sleepwalk into the, play, the postseason. We'll see. Um, who in the NFC North could possibly? That's three very bad teams in the North with them. It's the Lions, man. So it it's would have Lions. to be the Vikings without JJ coming back from having one win, and potentially without Kirk at some point. The Packers, who are terrible, coming back with two wins and not having it's the tiebreaker, or the Bears. That's your only three options. So if I'm if I'm rooting for a monumental collapse, it's going to have to be in the playoffs. Yes, it would have to be they roll in as like the but see only the one seed gets a buy now because it'd be funny if they got the one seed got and a buy and then lost at home. Yeah, but they could roll in as like. Realistically, they're not going to get a top two seed. So they go in as a three seed. They have a home game and they get blown out. That's probably that could what, happen. That's what yeah. you have to root for. Yeah. Not that I would ever root against the people from my home state. But that is 100% what I'm rooting for now. Colts, Colts, Titans. Yeah. Ah. I'm still in on the Titans. No, they're, they're so bad. I'm still in on the Titans. They're so bad. From a fantasy standpoint, um, everyone listening, pay attention to what is going on in Tennessee's backfield. It has, every single week, it has leaned more and more towards Ty J. Sharp, and he officially saw more than half the work last week when Derrick Henry was perfectly healthy. 
I don't understand. Like, it's not like Henry is bad. I th- I don't think it's that. There was someone on another podcast, I can't remember who it is now, um, that just said the Titans are very aware of what their team is. And they are all, like Vrabel does not do, let's do one last ride. He's like, we're transitioning. We're hmm. going to make it work. Which doesn't line up with signing DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins. But... It's funny watching DeAndre Hopkins in that game. He looks old. Like I know yeah. that th- I know that this is by far the best game he's had, but he looks so old even in success this week. It's and an interesting choice. On the gambling side like Julio Jones wasn't available. <laughs> if you are if you're a trends guy, the Titans lost to the Saints and then won a game they shouldn't have won against the Chargers. They lost to the Browns, then won a game they shouldn't have won against the Bengals. They lost to the Colts, and now they shouldn't win this game against the Ravens. If trends hold up. Oh, trends always hold up. That's the thing. Then you can take the Titans, but they are... Oh, Just in terms of bad. pure gambling philosophy, how, how do you approach that? I, am, I do lean to that more on the individual player side. Interesting. But I obviously subscribe to the Hungry Dogs. Like We'll get to it later, but I put an absolute nuke on the Bengals. And really the week before with the mm-hmm. Bills, so two weeks in a row, just based off Hungry Dogs. Because in the NFL, it really does. Like, there was just no way the Bengals were going to lose to the Cardinals. There's no way. The line was three. It was very few things are free money. That was free money. And it, but like, I don't, the Titans are just so devoid of talent. It's tough. It's tough. And the Ravens? Ravens are coming off a bad loss themselves, which we'll get. Actually, let's just, I can jump down to that one. I don't know how they lost that game. They were in control for. 57 I was minutes trying to figure out. So I had the Ravens minus four. Would that, was that the line? Something like that. And I was trying to do the, I think they were winning by three and I was trying to do the math to see how I get the extra point so that they would cover. And somehow they end up just straight up losing. It, it was, was a, uh, I mean, it was a red zone game. It was not worthy of a side TV, but it red zone went there fairly often. Baltimore seemed in complete control that entire game. A lot of bad drops from Baltimore. Like, I think they had five or six drops. That receiving core is still somehow not very good. And from another fantasy perspective, pay attention to what's going on with Zay Flowers. His target share is at a ridiculous rate right now. He had three pretty big drops in that game. He still had like a seven for 70 game. If he catches those, it's like 10 for 120 and a couple touchdowns. He Lamar doesn't seem to throw to anybody else, really Mark Andrews included. I'm still not sure I am ever trusting him to put him in my lineup unless I absolutely have to. He Dynasty Leagues for sure. Keep an eye on him. But I, guys that get 10 targets week in, week out are tough to come by. It's true. Uh, New York, Miami, this was a boat race. You know, the only big thing was was uh, H-N H-Hans going for, out injured. That sucks. Um, I mean, we discussed this. He legit might be the best running back in football. He's He is unbelievable. So fast. And for uh, oh, n- real quick, New York sucks. Daniel Jones is hurt. Might come back. Who? Can- I mean, might, that's that's a lost season. Might get Saquon back. It, it doesn't matter with them. Um, from a fantasy perspective, in this game, keep an eye on Mike McDaniel. For some reason, loves Jeff Wilson, and now he has the perfect excuse to throw him out there with Achan hurt. Mostert is had a very good year. He's also a ticking time bomb with health. Achan, it sounds like it could be longer than a four-week IR. Just like, he's bad. hurt, hurt. Um, Salvin Ahmed is there, but McDaniel is a big Jeff Wilson guy. Keep an eye on that. If you have a very deep league, maybe stash him. Um, New Orleans, New England, you could not have paid me to watch this game. 
New England's terrible. Is New England the worst team in football? Probably. I mean, they're certainly the loudest worst team in football. They're terrible. I mean, them or Carolina has to be. Yeah. They have scored three points over the last two games. I think they lost 38-3 and then 34-0. When your coach is constantly asked if he's making a quarterback change, it doesn't necessarily mean things are going well. And I don't even think, like, Belichick loves Mac, but, like, what's he going to do, play Bailey Zappi? I think at this point, <laughs> I don't know that it could be any worse. Well, I mean. We may have to. We may find out. Make a move for DTR. <laughs> um, so it could, it could get worse. Philly Rams. Rams? Rams are a nice team. It also took Cooper Cup. Two snaps to fully – he was – did you watch the first drive? No. Six targets on the first drive. Um, I think I saw ETR has them behind the paywall. ETR has him as the, num- has him as the number two wide receiver this week. They're going to throw the ball a lot with him, Puka, and Higby. Yeah, I was concerned that, that Puka, after the, specifically after the first what quarter, quarter and a half, that like, okay, just the Puka thing's over. It really isn't. There's just going to now be two, at least wide receiver twos every week, if not much, much higher than that. I think I don't know wide receiver two for Puka. I think Puka, you can safely rely on five catches a week. Cup first game back had nine. I think he's going to be the 13, 14, 15 I also catches think he's here. A ticking time bomb health wise. And if he gets hurt, Puka's right back to 15 catches. He, and I said this to you, I just, Cooper Cup's always wide open. And I don't know how. He's not, he doesn't look fast. He doesn't look athletic. Off, that's, that's racist. <laughs> but he, every time I looked up, he was just running wide open. I don't, and again, Puka stepped into that role, had a million catches. Maybe it's just the offense is that well schemed to where that position, because yeah. Puka did now move largely to the outside. Cooper's kind of that slot guy. Maybe he just, they, they just scheme it that well to have him wide open. But if, they will throw a lot. Maybe Kyron suffers a little bit, but uh, maybe also Kyron makes it to the end of the season. Yeah, I still, I still wouldn't bet on that. Philly, uh, Philly, Philly is. Philly. I feel like they're very quietly just absolutely steamrolling people. Did you see the end of the first half in that game? They got a pi, so they're driving no timeouts. They got a pi in the end zone with like one second left, uh, which is smart by the defender. One second, just tackle him. Who cares? Mm-hmm. They're so no, for, so they put it at the two. They're so confident in the tush push, they just went for it with two seconds left in the half, <laughs> and got it of course. But that's that's um, disrespectful. Yes, definitely. But, uh, uh, let's get to this one. Since Arizona, there never, was only one only one way this game was going to go. Never been so sure of anything in my life. It never really even got dicey. Although at one point, uh, you. The Bengals did go plus on the money line in, like, second quarter, and then there was a pick six right away. Jamar Chase, turns out he is always open. He is, he is in <laughs> fact, always open. I mean, you don't see the lines like that very often. No, and he, like, they were they had bracket coverage. They had two guys. It didn't matter. Burrow's just dropping back, and he's like, where's Jamar? And he was just throwing it in that vicinity, and he was making plays. He's a very, very good wide receiver. Sounds like T. Higgins might be out a week, this week again. I think it could be for DFS. Could be a sneaky Tyler Boyd week, I think. Interesting. He's had a very poor year, numbers-wise. Yes. yes. Last week he last week ticked up a little bit. I think he had six, seven catches. But if if Chase gets that much attention, or anybody else throw the ball to. Uh, New York, Denver. Ugh. Brees Hallwood looked awesome, but other than that. It's a game that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Looking at so the, 
The Jets scored 31 points, and Brees Hall almost had more yards rushing than Zach Wilson did throwing. People are still excited about Zach Wilson. Some people are. Um, yeah, the leading receiver in this game was Samaji P. Ryan. Yeah, 73 that's, yards. That's never good. Uh, I keep waiting for, like, Jerry Judy to be a thing. Because last year, he ended the year very good with Russell Wilson. Is Russell just cooked? Oh, I don't think there's any question that Russell. You think he's cooked. completely cooked? Is there any argument against him being cooked? Like, has there been like, a you don't single think he shred be of evidence? A slightly above average quarterback. I mean, tonight they have the prob- Chiefs. Probably not. So he's going to be able to throw what fifty-five 50 times. times tonight? I'll be on the unders. Oh, he's <laughs> he is so bad. It's not even that he's not living up to like what they what they paid to give to get him. Like just. I mean, he's, he's definitely not an upper half NFL quarterback, and he might be. Like, I don't know who the backup is, but I don't know. At either. some point, it might be time to let it ride. They should go get Drew Locke back. Definitely. I have a fantasy question for you. Dilemma I'm facing. I got a fantasy answer for you. I need to play a third receiver. Mm-hmm. The Vikings have said they're putting KJ Osborne in the Jefferson role. Mm-hmm. Or Jerry Judy tonight. Oh, KJ Osborne. Definitely. Even if the Broncos have to throw 55 times? Yes. That's, what, right. that's what I would do. That's what I was doing. Uh, speaking of KJ Osborne, Minnesota, Kansas City, this game was a bummer. Minnesota actually stuck with him a little bit. Kansas City still hasn't had that. Maybe it comes tonight, but they haven't had like that patty 400 for four. What, I don't know if his weapons allow it. In what way was this game a bummer? Uh, JJ. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So JJ came up, pulled his hammy, put towel over his head. I feared the worst when they were driving. Because usually those injuries, like at the time may not be as bad. It feels worse later in the week. They were down seven, driving to save their season, and he had a towel on his head with no chance of going in. Um, that's when I realized it was probably pretty bad. Uh, I believe going into this game, they only had three receivers even run a route this year. So Addison and Osborne, whatever you got to do to go get those guys. They, they should be pretty consistent. The, and they're going to be down every game. That should be double-digit targets for both of them without question. Every At least game. until Kirk gets dealt. And if you have Hawkinson... I am jealous because he is going to guy. be a monster. Hate that guy. <laughs> uh, Kansas City rolls on. So Patty right now is a pretty big favorite for MVP. What, what's your read on that? My read on that is that he is doing it with less than any other good quarterback in the NFL. It Everything that happens in Kansas City is down to how good Patrick Mahomes is. Kelsey, I... He is an excellent tight end, and he has that rapport w- with Patty. But would you call him, like, an exceptional offensive weapon? I wouldn't necessarily. He's a, he's a really good tight end. I would rather have one pretty good wide receiver than an excellent tight end. And Our, our boy Burns says they might end up with J.J. and C.D. Lamb on I the mean, outside. If, if that happens, then, you know, then maybe his, his MVP odds will go down because <laughs> he'll no longer be doing it all himself. But, like... Justin Watson, I mean, your Did boy. Did he get you two catches? <laughs> this week, I don't know. <laughs> your boy, Rashid, Rashid Rice, Sky Moore, like, none of these guys are actually any good, and he just keeps doing it and doing it and doing it. The numbers are showing that Rasheed Rice has been a lot better than other, all their other receivers, and he is playing one-fifth of the snaps. He did do it. I, two catches, 56 yards. <laughs> Who did? Justin oh, Watson. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so hopefully they get Rice more involved. Give him Sky Moore's snaps because Sky Moore is a punt returner. They use yes. the first round pick on him, but you have to, at some point you have to just come yeah. come to grips with the fact man's he's punt not very good. Um, 
let's do Sunday night football last. Let's just jump to Monday night football. Oof, I watched oof. two seconds maybe of this game. Uh, it's two seconds too much. Green Bay's bad. Yep. Um, Vegas Vikings is also bad. bad. But or uh, Raiders bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I. Do you feel bad for Green Bay fans? No, definitely not. They had. Like, yeah. I, I, it's got to be tough to watch, though. Well, yeah. Watching a bad team is bad. They haven't really had to do that in 25 yeah. years. Join the rest of the world. Um, I think we need to get into who is scheduling some of these primetime yeah, games. It's bad. Some bad. of the primetime games we've had this year have just been awful. This week, Including we this one. Tonight's game. I mean, it's a rivalry, but Denver-Kansas City you is going to be a terrible You at game. least have like a marquee player. Marquee Sunday team. night football, we have the Giants and the Bucks. I will not be watching. Monday that. night football, we get Cowboys Chargers. That'll be good. That'll be that'll be a fun game. Week seven, Thursday night is Jacksonville at New Orleans. Woof. Sunday night football, Miami at Philly. Now we're talking. And then Monday night football. Oh gosh, we get San Fran at Minnesota. I given how that could much be a sneaky fun game. Without JJ? Eh, maybe not. Given how much money rides on TV and the NFL in general. And what they're asking these athletes to do already, like going to London. I think there's a Germany game coming up. Sure. Um, play Thursday, turn around. Like, flex. Have flex scheduling. It can't be the end of the world to tell a team you're no longer playing at 820 or playing at 430. You wouldn't It think can't so. be the end of the world. If you give, I'd say the Monday before the game, let them know. Yeah. It could be like a game day situation. Yeah. Yeah. Monday before the game, say who is who is Sunday <laughs> night football. And that I mean six days, it, surely they would rather be flexed to an earlier game than like have to go to Germany. Yes. It's very unnecessary for us to ever see the Packers and the Raiders. Even preseason, that game was an insane choice, but especially at this point. And like were they I think the Jets have five or six primetime games this year. Like as soon as the Rodgers injury happened. Should all be cut. Flex them all out. Every single it's, one of them. It should be very easy to do. I, and it's not like you're going to get blowback from the networks. Of course, they want better games. Yeah. In those slots. So I, I don't know. Uh, hopefully they can figure that out before we move on to picks and DFS and all that. Dallas, San Francisco. So you and I, we sat here and apparently we don't really remember this. Yoder said we were mostly he accused me of being very high on the Cowboys when he was here. Yeah, I have no recollection of that. I've always claims, thought that the Cowboys were soft. He claims, well, he he claims that um, I was saying that they were bad, which I probably was. Oh, and then, he, yeah, I was he was that saying well. that they were good. This was another layup game. The Cowboys are. He, he was like, well, the Cowboys good Cowboys. Their combined opponents' record before San Fran was like two and third or four and thirteen, four and fourteen. They didn't play anybody. Mm-hmm. They played arguably the three worst offenses in, the, in football. That wasn't San Fran. That wasn't San Fran. San Fran Fran could have put 60 on them if they wanted to. San Fran is an amazing machine. They're a machine. All they needed was like a robot quarterback to just make the right reads, and they have that now. But even when you force them to run the ball, like, I mean, we watch a million games where it's one yard, two yards, one yard. Packers, A.J. Dillon, you're very used to this. One (laughs) yard, two yards. They hand off to McCaffrey, and it's eight yards. Second and two. Almost every time. It's very tough to defend. It's like watching Michigan run the football against uh, South Harmon Institute yeah. of Technology. Yeah, and you just don't see that in the NFL. It, uh, yeah, 49ers-Eagles in that NFC Championship game is going to be a banger. Yeah. 
I man, I really hope that happens again, and everybody stays healthy. Christian McCaffrey doesn't have to play quarterback. Well, um, let's let's not get too hasty. But uh, what do you have for? I have th- I have two lines that I like, and I have a parlay. I have two lines and a teaser. Um, I'm going to start with tonight. Kansas City uh, hosts the Broncos minus ten and a half. The Bro- Honestly, this isn't even so much on the Chiefs. There are very few teams in the league right now where I would say Broncos on the road are going to, you know, stay within 11 points of that team. And when Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback of the other team, I am I'm in on on Chiefs minus 10 and a half tonight. Okay. I'm staying away tonight. One game I like is I feel like I'm being punked with this line. It appears that we're rolling with DTR again. Cleveland is. Mm-hmm. Um, the Niners are minus seven. Yeah, I have this <laughs> in my teaser. What is that all about? Honestly, should that line not be twenty? When I saw that, it was a it was a classic like, what don't what don't I know about this? Maybe it's moved now that it's because last I've seen it seems pretty unlikely Watson's going to play. Even if he does play though, seven seven's crazy. But if it's DTR, who's the maybe the funniest slash worst quarterback in the NFL, that should be three touchdowns. Yeah, that sh- I should have singled that. That that should be. A uh, play no, too. it's still sitting at seven right now. I will hammer. This I mean, that I honestly it. think I'll push that all the way up to thirteen and a half to get a plus a huge plus payout. Yeah, I don't see a way. I, yeah, that's a very we very the, weird line. We watch the same DTR. No, I maybe Vegas is watching a different. I mean, one. this is. It, I mean, it's going to be DTR and Jerome Ford against the Niners. The Cowboys just got beat by. A million. million, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's I think the weird. only thing could be like a letdown spot, but I don't know that I see that from the, this team. They're just a machine. I think they could let down pretty heavily and still win by double digits. True. DTR, was like it looked high school level in that game. Maybe there's a third quarterback that they're going to mix in? Johnny Manziel. I'll take my chances. <laughs> uh, my other one, Lions go to Tampa on that's Sunday, my other one. 425. We might be on opposite sides, though. Three-point spread. I am... This is the thing. The You're on the Lions? The Lions treat me a lot like Michigan State does when it comes to betting. Any, Whatever way I go, they're out to screw me. But I'm going to stick with Lions minus three yeah. and a half. They're just a better team than the Bucs. I, and three is, is small enough that the better team is going to cover that. I also, this was my other single pick. Um, where it, oh wait, that must be, that must be in two weeks. <laughs> Getting them in early, capturing that, even, that early line. What? No, it says. Oh yeah, I was like, they don't play the Ravens. Did they take that line? Oh, there it is. Yeah, so it's sitting at three even. All the better. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm on that one. Uh, what's your? You have a teaser. I have, I have a, a seven point teaser. Four teams. 49ers, Um, one of them that moves. Um, when I when I looked this up, they were minus seven, so that moves them to, to minus one. Oh, excuse me, this is only a six point teaser. That's why minus one Eagles uh, at the Jets that moves them to minus one. Um, I'm moving the Lions line double dipped on that one minus three to plus three, and the Rams at home against the Cardinals they were minus seven, so now that moves them to just covering one. What what beats me there? I mean, those are those are four very good football teams playing four not so great football teams. That's it. And even that's hungry, it, man. Hungry dog doesn't even really apply. I am um, basically if you think the Jags can beat Gardner Minshew and the Colts, 
you can get it to pay out even. Just add the Niners money line in there. I am not interested in making that bet. The Jet. Surely the Jags take hold of this conference or this division at some point. I agree, but can you trust them on a week to week basis? But if they lose this game, like the Jet, the Colts have control, which seems hard to believe. They should be hungry. Um, And I still think, like, it's. So, uh, Steichen, I think, is his name. Says they're going to ramp up Taylor. Does that hurt the Colts this week? No. Like forcing him to. I'll, I'll take Jack my chance. Pretty good. I'll take my chances on a random performance from JT over expecting that again from Zach Moss. Well, Jags Niners money line pays out even for DFS. I want no part of that. I will tell you, I have been on an absolute heater with DFS. I have cleaned up the last two weeks. Uh, last this is now three weeks in a row where I thought about doing it Saturday morning, got halfway through making my lineup, got distracted, and never put one in. You got. I mean, you got to ride the hot hand at this point. Last week it was Burrow Chase, um, but unlike the week before, I actually filled in around with some, like I had Brees Hall in there. Yeah, the, I had the, the guys you told me were Addison, Jets, you had Addison again. Addison, the Jets D, who had a touchdown late. Um, like I finished in like nine hundredth place out of whatever. Pretty good, it was a big chunk of change. So this week there's two. There's a Lawrence Ridley. Um, if you want to throw in Evan Ingram. Um, you can throw on the Colts a little bit, and I like that they uh, they throw the ball pretty well. So, but if you want more of a long shot, always go Kirk Osborne and Hawkinson. They're going to be losing as usual. That, people are going to be on that though. Os- Osborne Court could have ridiculously high ownership. Yeah. Um, it it could be EV plus like switch to maybe everyone's going to go to Osborne. Maybe Addison ends up with low ownership. Um, but Osborne's going to be cheaper. Hawkinson is going to have crazy high ownership, but if I think it's going to be worth it. Yeah, if he's going to go off and you don't have him, you, you got to have him in the lineup. That was like, I think what I tell you, Jamar was 20% owned last week. Yeah. If you didn't have Jamar, you didn't cash very, very high. Um, so those are the two that I like this week. Um, but it's kind of a, kind of a wide open week. Yeah, it should be a fun one. Um, anything from college football you want to talk about last week? I have one, two, three, four, five games. All right, let's hit them. I mean, Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have anything to add beyond what's already been said, but just 10 out of 10 humor. I don't know how that happens, but I'm glad it does because it's funny. It's so funny. It. Um, the other ones we can hit pretty quickly. I do have a. I do have to give my eulogy on Notre Dame at the end. Uh, Georgia, Kentucky. Blowout. Kind of saw that one coming. Uh, speak for yourself. I put a future on Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> to be uh, fair, I need as you were doing that, I feel like you knew that it was yeah. a bad idea. But if it hit, it was going to pay up handsomely. Which, if, if they even give me a dollar on this cash out, I'm going to take it. I'm going to check right now. What's frustrating as a fan of a team that you know doesn't have a title last decade or whatever, it it pisses me off that like George could be like, "Oh, we're going to try this week, and we're just going to absolutely rip people apart." Mm-hmm. I really think they sleepwalk. Because even last year, this kind of happened. They sleepwalk in, in certain games. But I think that's just human nature. Like, when, when is the last time that Georgia has fe- actually felt in danger of losing a football game? Uh, other than the Ohio State So game by that year. logic, if they're sitting at plus 300 to win the title, is this a very good bet? Honestly, probably. Uh, I, I would be... And sport. honestly, you, you always say, talk about Michigan, like... Oh, they're going to just destroy, destroy, destroy. 
eventually you play nine, whatever, eight, nine, ten blowouts in a row, eventually you don't show up one game, and sometimes that gets you. And as a fan, obviously, that is always the perpetual fear. Yeah, I... Uh, FanDuel says I'm in a banned state. Oh. Did we teleport? Um, sure did. Yeah, I... If that's the case, then I guess Georgia plus 300 because they actually looked engaged from the kick and Kentucky's a nice team. They yeah. could have beat them, but whatever they wanted to beat them by. I mean, uh, in a vacuum, who would be your, who would you bet first to win the title? Well, Georgia. Georgia. And if they're plus 300, it seems like it doesn't have to be any more difficult than that. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. They have a pretty light schedule. I mean, they're probably going to take walkers. They're going to be in the playoffs, and what happens between now and then doesn't really matter. Red River S out. That was a good one. That, that was, was so much fun. Quinn Ewers threw like two picks and then completed like I think twenty passes in, in a, a row. row. Yeah, a lot of them in a row. Once again, the prevent defense causes a loss. Yep. Why teams continue to do this every single week and then lose every single even after the Miami fumble for years. I can remember Lloyd Carr scarring my childhood by going into the prevent defense at nine, it, ten years old, and that was twenty years ago. Even when there's Notre Dame lived this two weeks in a row, Ohio State heat up McCord, heat up McCord, it was fine, prevent, lose the game, and then the next week somehow uh, Duke did it to them, heat up Hartman, heat up Hartman, prevent, lose the game. Miami I mean, we after had the, the literal fumble, lose same the game. exact conversation two weeks in a row, just the different side of Notre Dame. I. Teams continue to do it. It cost Texas. They lost the game. This game, while fun, and this is going to be a case starting next year a whole lot more when we go to 12 teams. Yeah. Fun didn't really matter. And when Texas and Oklahoma play in the title game, give me Texas. I would take them even up to 14. I think Texas is just that much better. They just weren't on that night in that or on that in that day in that stadium. And one of those two teams will win out, and whoever does is going to be in the playoff. Um, even if Texas wins in triple overtime, obviously they have the Bama win, which yeah. unconvinced by Oklahoma. Uh, but if, I mean, if Oklahoma, fun, fun team, but if they went out, they're in. Oh yeah, definitely, and and they should be, but unconvinced. LSU, Missouri, too. <laughs> I just want to talk about how funny it was. Still, two not very good teams. I almost had the balls to go Auburn over LSU, but I watched how hard it was for Auburn to move the ball, um, and I couldn't do it because even though LSU's defense is terrible, mm-hmm. that quarterback's he can ball. LSU is another not very good, but, but very, very fun, fun team. team. Every yeah. game is going to be a blast. This game was a blast. Not, they got not quality football, no, but fun. Football. They got down twenty-two-seven in a snap of a finger. I text you, <laughs> and they ended up winning. Um, so that was a fun game. All right, last thing for college football. Notre Dame, Louisville. Uh, so I text you like halfway through the first quarter. Because I was watching Michigan games, yes. so I had no, I didn't know what was going on. And I said, I'm boys. not sandbagging here. They're going to lose tonight. Because I Saved me some money. Because I've seen it a lot. They looked so tired, so unfocused, I guess is the word. And I didn't think of this till later, and we talked about it. Having a week zero game and then no buy until the end of October is crazy. And even crazier, the buy is after USC. Yes. Put if if anything, put that buy before USC. And we're gonna get to US. I mean, a little teaser for getting to USC. This is Notre Dame's fourth undefeated ranked game in a row. At night, all of them. Yeah. Uh I mean he, there's no way Swarbrick <laughs> could have seen Duke and Louisville being good coming, 
but still, the, just the general construct of that many games in a row, especially it's just with those, bad scheduling. Those ACC ones on the road, which I, I just hate. They're the Super Bowl for that team every single year. Saw them at the grocery store. I was too scared to say anything. But um, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'm a little surprised. I d- he did overhear me uh, making fun of a decision, but yeah, well, I, I was, think I think that's pretty much. I was too scared. Thing. Here's the other thing I'm gonna say is given this is the last year I'll feel like this, but I know you're like. I'm bored. I'm ready to play a real game on the Michigan side. Give me bored. I have. It's a pendulum. When it only really four is. teams make the playoff, I have like the exact spot Michigan's in now. Go. I've seen a title game get lost. I've seen two, three playoff games get lost. I've seen a million, not a million. I've seen a lot of 10 win seasons, a lot of 11 win seasons, and 12 win seasons. I've seen all that. I don't care. Unless there's a title at the end, I don't care if make the play. I don't care if making the t- championship game and then losing. I don't care. You don't care no. about having a title game. Like I've seen it. That's a fun day. I've though. seen that's it. It's a fun day regardless. I've seen it fairly recently. True. Not fun. It probably started fun. It. I. I. Unless it ends with a title, I simply don't care. And th- thankfully, this is the last year of this. But when only four teams make the playoffs. James Franklin might shoot me for this. Michigan kind of has it right. Don't play anybody. Who cares? Just get to the end, 12-0. and 0. It doesn't matter. That's the funny thing about James Franklin is that's the point he was making. They just cl- It just clipped it so it sounded like he was taking a shot at Michigan. That's That was his point, was oh, okay. that in this situation, why wouldn't you just try to Because they did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everyone in the Big Ten other than it, Ohio State did that. I, I just four, – only four teams make it. Play the most bums that you can possibly now in get undefeated and in, get into the playoffs. In Penn State, and Michigan's case, they can't really help that the rest of the Big Ten is basically group of five level talent. Mm, maybe, but but I, I just why put yourself through a gauntlet? This is the fourth, fifth year in a row Notre Dame has done this. You play so many ranked teams, you you can't get to the end with zero losses. I hate it. Next, and then next year, ironically, the schedule eases, eases up for like three or four years when we go to 12 when it doesn't matter. And you won't have a quarterback. It, your boy. <laughs> Definitely not my boy. <laughs> but, I mean. Uh, they, uh, I, it, I, I would take just watching basically spring games for 11 weeks. I would 100% sign me up for that. Now, if we – if we were sitting here at one loss or zero losses, of course, I'd be like, no, it's more fun playing people. I'm not an idiot. But given that I just want to get in the playoff and have a chance to win a title, give yeah. me spring game every week. It can't be that bored. It has to be somewhat fun just watching Yeah, definitely. Things. Especially me. You know me. I tend to like the things that are a little less mainstream. I like watching the backups. I like learning the new names. But um, it, I'm, I'm ready, ready to play somebody. And it's still a, a ways out. 11-11, which is a banger of a weekend that weekend. It is. That's the, per, the Penn State weekend? Uh, that's your Penn State weekend, yes. It's a loaded weekend. I'm so – there's some good games between now and then, but that weekend is like – Can't get better than this, boys. I'm, I'm very excited. Um, but, yeah, I think Michigan's one of the eight teams that – I think if you're the head coach of these eight teams, you can look your guys in the eye and say, we could win a title this year. Yeah. Um, and if it gets crazy enough, it'd have to get 
quite a bit nuts, but there's a chance he lose to Ohio State and could get in. If, let's say, OU or Texas drops another game, but then beats OU, mm-hmm. Pac-12 could eat itself alive. Unfortunately, State I think could the Pac-12 is going to eat itself alive, which is a, a bummer because it probably is the best conference out there. But, yeah. Florida State would only have to lose like a game or two. Wouldn't be dead with one loss. Probably dead, but... And also, be honest about this. This is trust tree. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll stop recording. Are you a little more nervous about Penn State than the beginning of the year? Oh, 100%. I'm more nervous about Penn State than Ohio State. Penn State looks pretty good. Penn State is a... I think Penn's, on paper, Penn State is a better football team than Ohio State. But you get Penn State at... There. It's not great. But it's a noon kickoff, right? I don't know. I think, I'm... I'm this is this may be the first time that I've ever thought this as a Michigan fan. I'm relatively confident going into both of those games. I this team is so machine like that it just But that like you would have thought that last year. And then he lost to a terrible team in the playoff. True. It's tough. My we also I, didn't have quorum, which is very much a key part of why we are so machine like. I have not unloaded on a Michigan future because I have yet to see him play anything other than a high school team. So of course you're going to look I'm like betting on them. But they've only covered, I think, two the last two games. I think they're two. I think, and th- co- I think they've covered the three conference games. So so three and two against the spread. Three and three. Three, three and three, three non-conference games were surprisingly. I mean, they weren't close. I. But. I can't put that bet in when it's only been high school teams. You should be pumping these teams. Yeah. Definitely. It's like uh, Penn State's the same way. Yeah. I I want to double down, but how can I do it when I haven't seen them play a real team yet? Yeah. Because it could look very different. Um, Georgia, I have now seen play a real team, and I think I'm probably going to hit that I plus 300. I would be surprised if the winner of the Michigan State-Penn State game is in the title. Title game. Michigan State, Penn State. I think the winner of that game is probably going to end up being the two seed in the playoffs and end up facing Georgia for the title. Michigan State? Mich- oh, sorry. Michigan, Penn State. Oh, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I put the state on the wrong I, team. Everything on the eye test tells me Ohio State's not that team. But I'm also, we spoke about this earlier. It's like when someone hits a home run four games in a row, I'm avoiding them. The fact that Ohio's been embarrassed two years in a row. I think makes them more dangerous than that. And I think they'll be better off going to Ann Arbor. Maybe. I don't know. I Unless it's like cold, which could be cold there. But I think in the shoe, I don't think that matters. it's, well, the style of football matters. Like two years ago when he beat them in the snow, they couldn't throw the ball. Right. But we're, I mean, it's, it's not going to be snowing. In the shoe, I think it's just more pressure. The fans there. If the first quarter goes poorly, they're it's, on their back. It's over. I don't. I think it's just a soft team. I think soft coach, soft team. Beat Penn State, Ohio State. I think will be a bigger battle because it, it and it should be. That, that's, and it, the, that's the eternal rival. It should be a bigger and it battle. will be a quarterfinal game. Yeah, I mean, you should have to play games like Penn State and Ohio State to have any chance at a national championship. I mean, I you you should have to win those games. And what I do hate about Big Ten games. This is also salty as a Notre Dame fan where we have to go in and beat people's freaking Super Bowl every week. The noon kickoffs drive me nuts. Make play under the lights. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Someone comes to Ann Arbor, someone comes to Columbus, someone comes to Happy Valley. Put, make them go under the lights. You know where we're going under the lights. Where? East Lansing. Uh, I, 
I mean, that literally is just your point. They're so devoid of talent. Yeah, but is it, I mean, Indiana was here, but Nebraska, would that have been un, under the lights have been any better? No, I'm saying big games. Oh, so like going to Happy Valley. Yeah. Should be under the lights. So like if like if if Notre Dame went to Wake Forest, I don't care if they go to Wake Forest under the lights, but like Louisville was a nice team this year. Duke was a nice team. Clemson's going to be under the lights. USC is going to be under the yeah, lights. Yeah, but are Duke and Clemson under the lights normally, or Duke and uh, Louisville under the normally any any different? No, but than this year, this year it was. Yeah. So it's just, like mean, don't get me wrong. I prefer big games under the lights too. Except like, for it keeps me up Michigan Penn State being a noon kickoff makes absolutely zero sense, especially since there's such excuse me. <clears throat> Such a history of that game under the lights, and I'm pretty sure Ohio Penn State is a new <clears throat> kickoff. It's just it doesn't make any sense to me. Why do that? <clears throat> Give me the atmosphere. Their night game that week is probably going to be here comes Saturday night song. Like just put it all in there. I bet it's going to be Auburn Kentucky for their seven whatever kick that night. It, I mean you're not you're not it wrong. Drives me nuts. Um, let's put I was like, let's put Washington and Oregon under the lights. Should, I mean, I, that would preclude me from being able to watch it because I'm not staying up until midnight. It should to watch football. be, but yeah. And surely there has to be some kind of inner politics to where Big Ten never gets these games because of the ESPN angle. The big game, the big night game, is always ESPN. It's Kirk calling it. Mm. They're, they're going to try to put SEC in those games. You would think so, or ACC, which they have a part of. So I think that's the reason it doesn't happen, but it still pisses it have me to off. Stay the reason. It it makes me upset. Um, I have one, two, three, four, five picks. Dang, I don't have that many. I have two and a teaser. Uh, and one of them is a. Oh, I have a parlay, a pick, and a teaser. One of them is a Titanic play. All right, I will start. Do you have Ohio State minus nineteen? Produce terrible. I have no idea where that. What is comes that from. all about? Is that your Titanic play? No, but that's a that huge one. That is a Titanic play. That was going through that jumped out like red lights. Like I there's have, a there's a chance Ohio State gives up what 21 points in that game. They're going to score 60. I don't say this very often. I'm not sure there's a world in which Purdue can possibly stay within 20 points of Ohio State. I mean, State. speaking of devoid of talent, they are very devoid they of talent. They are very devoid of talent. And they knew like they knew this was going to be the case this year. It was a rebuilding year, but that's a slap in the that face to Ohio a, State. <laughs> Ryan Day, you want to yell at somebody? Yell at Vegas, Vegas for making you yeah. a 19-point favorite against Purdue. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, I know your new play. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have anything on the big game? Ooh, I, ha- I have the big game as well. All right. Um, but do we'll, I'll, do my, I'll do my teaser uh, first because it doesn't involve. Um, all right, so I'm going seven points this time. Colorado hosting Stanford. That moves the line to four. I don't think Colorado's very good, actually. But I know Stanford is very, very bad. And four points after their poor performance last last week, I'm not concerned about. Michigan State at Rutgers. Give me uh, the under at 46 and a half. Literally zero chance that those have two a, teams combine for 46 I have or 47 very, points. I have a very perverted Big Ten under, too. Um, <laughs> Actually, over. <laughs> Maryland minus 14 hosting Illinois. Move that to seven. That's more of an Illinois... Uh, Slap than a I love Maryland, but there's a lot of teams that we discuss might be the worst team in the Big Ten. Yes, Illinois is in that group. Maryland's not. Illinois might be. Illinois might be. Uh, and then the fourth leg is Iowa at Wisconsin. It was at thirty four and a half. I moved that to forty one and a half. Uh, I couldn't be any more convinced of that. You would move it the other way. 
No. And do the- no, definitely not. My play's over 34 and a half. I'm going to get nuts watching that game. You we will need, go nuts watching that game. We need 20 to 17. That's not going to happen. That is four touchdowns, isn't it? That takes one of that takes Iowa scoring 17 points. That kicker or the the punter that they all love so much. So he is going to have a field day. You're telling me. So you can as everyone listening knows, you can move a teaser any way you want. Mm-hmm. You are more confident moving it to 41 and hitting the under yes. than moving it to 27. Iowa was bad with <laughs> with a uh, quarterback that took a team to the playoffs. He is now out, and the backup is in. If I mean, if this if Wisconsin doesn't score thirty five points on their own, this is the under is a sure thing. Big Ten leadership. This is the the chip you take to the bargaining table on when you need more money. This is true. Big, old school Big Ten, like Big Cat will be it's all over be, this game. It's gonna be miserable. I. Uh, so I have the Titanic play and then the big game. What's your big Wait, game? Wait, what, what big game are we talking about? Oregon, Washington. Oh, I don't have anything on that one. I have the your Titanic play. Um, I I have watched a limited amount of both teams this year, but I'm very excited to watch. Mm-hmm. Going to take the Oregon money line because they're dogs. Uh, Where's it at? Washington. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be a what's the, what's the spread? It was three. The Oregon money line is only plus one twenty four. Um, I think that's probably the play. It would I don't know that be I'll do it, a local kick of twelve thirty. That's a shame. Yeah, Exa- exactly. I don't want it to be under the lights because then I w- it would be too late for me to watch. But it should be under the lights, or just for our sake, just put it at seven, or play the game in like uh, New York, <laughs> then have it in prime time. Um, all right, so let's get to let's get to your Titanic play. I... I'll let you lay this one out. <clears throat> Like the logic? Yeah. I mean, I, I told you from the middle of the first quarter last week, they look tired. They look uninterested. You can fix uninterested, I think. You can go in and be like, y'all just lost to Louisville. Like, you're, you cannot, now you can no longer make the playoff because you lost to Louisville. You can fix uninterested. You can't fix worn down. They are the only, them and USC are the only major teams that had a week zero game. Is that a bye week? One is not. Um, Notre Dame still hasn't had their bye week. Uh, again, this is their fourth ranked undefeated team night game in a row. Two of them on the road in atmospheres where you would have thought the Monstars were playing. They do get to come back home for this. You can't fix tired. How is USC dogs? How are they dogs? I know that they just got lucky to be Arizona, who's a bad football team. But also, like, USC... Caleb Williams is very good. It's kind of George's situation. Like, they don't care about going to Arizona. They don't care about yeah. Arizona State coming to campus. They don't. They care about going to they South They care Bend. about coming to South Bend. It will be a very. This is the game last year that Caleb Williams started doing the fingernails and the Heisman stuff. Like, this is a big game for him. This is a big game for Lincoln Riley. He's made it very obvious. They're going to take it serious from the kick. And they're dogs against. I don't see that. Speed offense, that versatile offense, that finesse offense of USC. Notre Dame's defense, like go back and look at box scores. They've been asked to do a lot over the last month. And they the dam like just kind of finally broke last week. It's about to break more. It you you just can't ask a defense to hold starting with Ohio State and even before that. They're holding all these teams 17 points or less. You can't ask them to do that over and over and over and over. 
while a tight ends coach is calling the plays and you can't score points, there's no way USC should be dogs in this game. You can remind people, I got on this tangent last year for a game. Yeah, and it did not pay out well for you. Half of it was your fault. Half of it was my fault. I'm, I will, hands up. But Notre Dame also was very much more rested that game. Um, it was later in the season. I just, do you Weather think. Weather was weird that night. Do you think you can fix tired? Yes. How? I think, I think adrenaline in that stadium. This is the last ride. No game after this matters. This is the, for the, especially for the seniors, which there's quite a few on that defense. This is the last game at Notre Dame that matters. I think they have one ride in them. The style play contrast, I think there's enough in it that's going to slow Caleb down just enough. I think that you're overthinking how good that that USC defense is. Um, no, it's not good. It's terrible. Oh, okay. Well, then, no, I know you're not bad. overthinking. I it. just think USC is going to outscore them. I think you'll be able to move up and down the field on them, maybe more so than any team, any of the decent teams that you guys have played. So, so far. your theory is to get in the mindset was they're like, let's go into Louisville, get a win, and go home. And now it got away from is, them. And now it's this is backs against the wall. It's and also, I'm not going to lie to you. The Clemson game factors into that thinking a little bit too. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Notre Dame money line and parlaying it with North Carolina money line, who hosts Miami, pays up plus 165. I also, I want to root for you guys too. So I, that that helps that as well. The senior, like they don't really have seniors though for the last ride. Everyone pretty much has to come true? back. I mean, Hartman. Um, Cam Hart, if you consider him, but like all this, yeah, all the transfer from Ohio State, like big bushy, bushy hair fella. He's not a senior. No, they uh, all right. In my mind, a lot of these guys were older than that. Um, I guess like Joe Wall, offensive lineman's a senior, but pretty much outside of quarterback, everyone that matters is gonna have to come back. They do, they do hate USC, which like this is the true. U.S. USC, who they hate. U.S. Notre Dame, who they hate. The answer is always going to be each it's other. Still so weird. It I don't understand weird. why. I think it's just old. Could old be old things. Um, USC very much hates Notre Dame. Notre Dame very much hates USC. So that I do think. But I've seen so many Notre Dame games where it's uh, what was a perfect example. Um, Duke coming off the Ohio State loss, that can carry you for a few series, a quarter. Even Louisville, it was like. You could tell they're like, we're the better team. We should win this game. At some point, it just doesn't matter if it's not there anymore. If they hold Caleb to less than 40, that would, I think they win. I was going to say 400 yards. If they keep <laughs> Caleb under 400, yeah. I think they win. But, I mean, Notre Dame, even if you're – so you're taking Notre Dame money line. You're aware they're going to have to score 30-plus to win, right? I think it happens. Yeah, I mean Arizona just put. I think on. that's a. I think that's the worst defense that you guys have played since in this run of actual real teams. And I th- and I do think I I don't know if DFS college is a thing. This is the kind of game where estimate will run wild because yeah. it'll be cold. It'll be I don't want to call the California kids soft, but they're probably soft. Uh, it 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 will be an estimate game, but I just I see. I would almost feel more confident if it was like Ohio State, and it's like oh, you can put Benny Morrison on Harrison. They, USC just has random guys. There's no one guy you could be like, go shut him down. But in my opinion, you guys are fairly deep in the defensive backfield. I think that it doesn't necessarily play in, in your your detriment. Well, I'm placing the biggest bet I've placed in a long time on the USC money line. I will be in the house, so it will be 
very conflicted feel because yeah. I'm also at the point where like if Notre Dame wins, who cares? Who really cares. Um, yeah. I I'm gonna go. It's gonna be. Here's the other thing that is making me rethink it, and I feel like we had this exact same conversation with Clemson last year. It's gonna be cold and rainy, which definitely plays into Notre Dame's hands. Why are you going? It sounds miserable. I mean, I told her you. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, how old are we? Uh, cold and yeah. rainy. <laughs> nope, can't be done. Can't be in the. He house said he's gonna buy me a poncho. So eighty thousand other people and watch the biggest rivalry. Can't be done. Um, to wrap up here, I have one more parlay. It's a let's get nuts parlay. It pays out ten to one. Now we're talking USC money line, Oregon money line, Texas A and M money line. Who's Texas A and M guy? At Tennessee. I don't think that's unreasonable at all. Ten to one. Not the other parts. I think something will will get you there. But the I like the oh, Texas. Oh so, yeah, one of I like the Texas A and M. Ten to one. That's a dart throw. Yeah, definitely. Where you have all three slots. There's for be. sure. Oh, now you're you can watch a game. That's strategic gambling yeah. right there. Yeah. So that's what it is. Uh, we will be back to discuss. I guess there's really only one good college game this weekend, but there are some juicy NFL matchups that we can discuss. I think the the Notre Dame-USC game will be good, too. Between that and the Oregon-Washington game, there'll be stuff to talk about. This is the week Caleb jumps right back to the Heisman forefront. (laughs) Which he always should have been, but that's neither here nor there. All right, everyone, we will see you next week.